We're chipping away at everything that isn't you, reconnecting with the part of yourself that loves you unconditionally, sees the real you, and accepts your authentic self. When you disconnect from the opinions of others, work in your mindset, and stand in your power, you feel expanded, alive, and confident. This podcast is where we discuss a range of topics that help you bring you back to your heart space. Topics like body image healing, your relationship with food, mind and body connection, mindset and relationships. We get real, we get messy, we're vulnerable and we're unfiltered. This is Heart Space with Stacey. Welcome to another week of Heart Space with Stacey. This week, I am so excited to bring you a conversation that I had with Laura, where there are so many light bulb moments and so much grounding and motivation to just connect with yourself in the most simplest but most effective ways possible. Uh, Before we get into the episode, I want to remind you that applications are still open for one-on-one coaching. If this is the year where you heal your relationship with food, you love your body, you stop dieting, and you find your spark again. And I am about to release my group coaching program for binge or emotional eating where we teach you how to find the intuition with your body intuition with your training with your food love your body and stop the yo-yo dieting and the weight loss um, up and down so I will link everything in the show notes and I really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I did Today I am joined by lovely Laura, who has recently relocated to Sydney in Australia. Um, and I'm so excited to be chatting because we spoke probably about a year ago and we were in both quite very different situations and our lives and especially your life has changed so much um, since then. So I'd love to hear about you, what you do, like what you're about. And then um, there's some really, I guess, life-changing things I want to talk to you about in terms of like how you're literally building your dream life and I guess what it's taking you to get there. So I'll hand the floor over to you, whatever you feel like sharing. Um, yeah, let us know. Hi, everyone. My name is Laura. I am 28 and I have recently moved to Sydney. I am a bubbly, kind, resilient, courageous person and I am a somatic coach online and that's how I met Stacey. I'm just so grateful for the online space because the connections you can make unbelievable like my social media is sunshine like it gets a bad rap but you can literally choose who you contact, what you see online, and it's just amazing. Um, I, yeah, recently moved to Sydney through a whole lot of life changes, and we're probably going to touch on that through the podcast, so stay tuned and listen in. Um, And yeah, my my journey started, personal growth journey started, honestly, probably six, seven years ago when I was suffering from a really terrible eating disorder. And I got to the point where I was just like, what do you got in you, Laura? Are you going to stay in the dumps, having anxiety, going to the supermarket, having a panic attack? Or are you actually going to like try and help yourself here? And it was at the point where Instagram influencers were starting to get into a little journaling and, you know, and I was like, oh, maybe I should journal. And at the start, I was so inconsistent, had no idea what I was doing, tried to get into yoga, wasn't consistent, tried to meditate, didn't know what the heck I was doing. Um, And then I just got obsessed with it because little by little, I started changing my mindset. I started understanding myself at a deeper level, like my behaviors, my habits, and just working on my worth. And 
I'm, I have not looked back and here we are. That's so incredible. Um, I also totally forgot that you had an ED as well, eating disorder. And um, yeah. as we get through this, like the work that you did to get out of your eating disorder, um, is that similar? And I guess in terms of like, what you've done now is that similar from the ha- like the daily habits that you've created to help like build up your self-worth like your story is very similar to mine and that it starts with like very small things that you do daily like when you say to someone who has an eating disorder like I'll oh, just start journaling or you know um challenging your thoughts it's like it can't be that simple um so what like what did you actually sit in this is totally off topic of what I actually want to talk about, but what did you actually start doing in terms of like, what did it look like for you every day to start to change out of that eating disorder mindset to then someone who is healed and thriving? Yes. Do you know, I was thinking about this the other day, I had a moment of like, I healed by myself mm-hmm. and that actually hit me in the heart. I was rethinking about all the steps that led me to Australia one was that I actually healed my own eating disorder, which, you know, some people can't, some people need to seek outside help. But the first thing that I started doing, like you were saying, is changing my habits and the way that I would talk to myself. The, the One of the main things that actually helped me as well was changing my whole environment, um, being around people that didn't obsess with food a lot of my friends, we would talk about, oh, we can't eat that, that's too much, blah, blah, blah. And so that almost consume me and and then I started picking up those things so being and hanging around someone and it's when I moved to London actually being around people that had food freedom that impacted me so freaking much um and then I would say like if you want anything to change in your life go inward you know we try we want the quick fix oh if I just um if I just start journaling, everything's going to be fine and I'll just do this. No, like go deeply inward. I healed my tr- past traumas, regulated my nervous system. That right there is, is the key. Personal growth is the key. If you want something different, go inward. Mm. And how would one, like when you say go inward for someone who isn't potentially on their personal growth journey yet or like doesn't know what that is, what what can that look like? Mm. Firstly, it's just awareness, right? Like building your awareness around, oh, okay, what are my habits? What are my behaviors? Are they helping me? Are they helpful or are they not helpful? Are they empowering? Are they not empowering? Um, I started being aware of your mind chatter, right? Like also being aware, like what are your routines? What do you do first thing in the morning? Do you grab your phone and scroll on Instagram and you're just hit with all these beautiful girls in bikinis comparing yourself? Or do you get up and spend five minutes doing a meditation and doing a journal and checking in with yourself and maybe listening to a podcast, an empowering podcast? Um, And then, yeah, just observing that is is the first thing I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so interesting um, and so powerful. Like it is the smallest shifts. Like it seems small, like, you know, changing your morning routine or just becoming aware of the way that you speak to yourself. But it's the smallest things that we do like over time and they stack on top of each other that has such a big, big change in our life. Because when you think about it, it's actually not the big things that we do that are causing the problems either. It's not like we're going on like these huge 
benders or you know doing these grandiose things it's actually like every single day I'm restricting my food or I'm talking to myself in a really poor way and I'm, I'm getting my self-worth down. And so the tiny shifts can actually start to set that butterfly effect, like something tiny that I do now and I continue to do that over time is going to have a huge monumental change. Um, so I love that you've said like just become aware because that's something that people can take an action like right now. You don't need a coach. You don't need to like go and do all this study or go and see a therapist. And although those things could be really helpful, just becoming aware of like what you're doing and how you're talking to yourself can be the biggest shift. So I love that you've said um, you've said that and that just like echoes everything that I believe in is like what is one thing that you can do for yourself today that is going to make it a little bit better and then continue to build on that um because that's something that is so powerful and that you can actually just start right now yes um, yeah. yes I am here for that honestly and just sorry to cut in as well but I used to start by like looking when I walk past the mirror what do I say to myself? And I would pick myself apart. God, your tummy looks fat today. Oh, look, it's sticking out. Oh, look at that on your leg. God, your hair looks awful. Stop, observe, reframe. And, you know, some people find it hard. I'll say to my clients, like, you know, look at yourself in the eyes and tell yourself one positive thing. And if that doesn't feel good, you could start by saying, I'm I'm beginning to love myself. Oh, I love the way my hair is looking or starting to. I'm beginning to do this. Um, yeah. Because yeah. that's also no, really helped me. And it wasn't even like, I don't know if for you, but it wasn't even just the mirror. Like I would walk past a window or a reflective surface and it was this just bringing awareness to how often my body consumed my life how often I was making comments about the way that I looked. Um, and it wasn't even like when I was in an actual mirror, it was like I'd walk past a car and try and see how I looked in that sort of reflection. So that awareness of how much this consuming me um, is so important to start, start that journey. Um, and so you mentioned like with your clients, and this might be backtracking a little bit, but can you explain what you do as a somatic coach for some for anyone who doesn't know what that is yeah it's so powerful a lot of people have no clue okay and it was new to me only like a year ago so I started out just a background like I started out doing mindset coaching and I loved it because I had shifted my mindset from you know going from eating disorder being almost depressed I had anxiety to where I am now like it requires a shift in your mindset right you can either have a fixed or a growth but then I got to the point where I was like okay I've done a lot of mindset work now I wanted something deeper and so I was doing deeper healing through the body and so then I got so obsessed with that so somatics is in a nutshell is the mind-body connection so like connecting back to your body so many of us live in our heads and that consumes us. Um, and so we neglect the feelings in the body. So it's 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 about that. And it's also about regulating. Um, you've probably heard this online. Regulating the nervous system is such a big thing now. But it's such a big thing for a reason because your nervous system drives what you think, how you feel, how you act on a daily. Um, and so I'm very, very passionate about it. I have seen quicker results within myself with how I feel my awareness has grown and also within my clients since I started doing the mind-body connection like connecting back to the body 
And so when you do that with clients, are you working with the nervous system and still doing mindset as well? Or is it just uh, around the nervous system? Yeah, it's mainly around the nervous system now. Um, tapping into, yeah, like the feeling sensation, road mapping the nervous system. Mindset is still so important, um, especially the way our thoughts impact, also impact how the body's feeling. It's like a, a connection. And I think that's it's one thing as well, that the Western world, it's like two separate things, right? Like they were like, this is the mind and this is the body and they're not connected. Um, but we, I'm connecting them. It's mm. mm. amazing. Um, I do a lot of that in my work as well. And it's like, I even notice it in myself. And I, um, just a little backstory, and I guess to bring that to life is I was walking along the beach last uh, Monday morning and it was the first week um, back at work after a few weeks off. And I started to like have all of these, like not necessarily negative, but overwhelming thoughts of, oh, I've got to go back to work and this is all the things that I have to do. And it just started to, I started to feel it in my body. And it started, it's like this negative cycle of you just feel like constricted and not great. And then the thoughts get worse. And then I stopped and just brought presence to where I was. It was a beautiful day. I was at the beach with my dog. I was like, you get to start your days like this every single morning look at where you are you get to work a job that you love you get to work from home like you get to do all of these things and this that simple mindset shift you felt the change in my body from like constricted and just blur to expansive and excited and the impact that your mind can have on your body and then also that bi-directional loop of body to mind is so cool um, and so powerful so um, it's such important work and what sort of things would your clients come to you for? Like when you're saying like with a somatic coach, what are they, what sort of symptoms or what sort of things are they, I need to, I need help at the moment? Or um, I guess what, what are you healing in your clients? Mm. It's my, my overarching is improving mental and emotional well-being, And that could look like anxiety, um, stress. I'm working with a few clients that have uh, chronic fatigue um, because that also is a nervous system thing. Um, may, yeah, mainly anxiety, stress, um, other other top ones, I would say. Um, and, and the thing about it, right, is 80% of your nervous system communication is from the body up. The brain down is only 20%. So a lot of people come to me and say, I try to think my way out of my anxiety and it doesn't work. And that's because it's only 20% communication down to the body. So using the body to regulate so that you can feel a sense of connection back to yourself and feel good enough to go and do the things that you want to do during the day, right? Um, and like you're just adding, connecting back to what you're saying, you stopped and had a moment of regulation through connecting to your senses and being present in the moment. Um, and that's a beautiful technique. Like you don't have to feel like zen and happy all the time. It's not about that. It's about feeling good enough and connecting back to self um, instead of being trapped in the mind. Yeah, that's so powerful. And mm. so um, so powerful, but also a lot easier said than done because, you know, we live in a world where it is very, like you said, very disconnected between mind and body and we kind of grow up using our thinking and thinking that we can use our mind for so much and we kind of disregard the body or we're not even taught about our nervous system and the 
impact that it has on every single aspect of your life and the way that you show up in the world and so it's like unless we actually go and seek this information or we seek this help like people don't know that you can actually like how powerful your body is in terms of how you feel um so I love that you're doing this work and bringing awareness to it and by the way your TikTok which I'll link in the show notes is incredible as well <laughs> the work that you're doing there, <laughs> the work that you're doing there is is um awesome in terms of like the education and just the transparency around it um so yeah we need more that, more of that in the world Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm here to spread the word. I have never felt so connected to a purpose more than the somatic stuff. Um, if nervous system regulation, let's just say I, I used to be a primary school teacher and I think back to like, if I taught my kids about nervous system regulation. Yeah. Like goodbye. <laughs> what an amazing world. Like holy let's just say holy it would be unbelievable it's slowly dripping into schools just with emotional intelligence and things like that but oh yeah but that's the thing right you don't have to be a child you can be an adult like people say oh it's too late for me to learn anything or change no your brain and your nervous system are malleable. They're forever changing. Um, it's it's the ability to make that decision and make that choice because um, yeah. it will change your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. incredible. And that brings me back, and I think you've mentioned a few times in terms of like bringing you back to your core and your essence. You've recently been through quite a big life change, obviously moving to Australia. Um, so... And you've mentioned a few times about self-worth. And I think that's really important to bring up and highlight because um, a lot of people struggle with their self-worth. A lot of people really think that they're not worthy of incredible things or that they're not capable of certain things. And so how have you gotten to where you are um, in terms of your career and where you are in terms of how you're feeling about yourself and that incredible self-worth and building the life of your dreams? Um, how did you get to that point? Mm. That's a really great question. (laughs) I really used to dislike myself. I used to get in these really dark holes. Um, I think I said before, like I didn't have, I wouldn't say I had depression, but I felt sad, very sad. Um, I went through a lot as a teenager being abused in my own home by my mom's partner and having to put on a brave face and just get on with life and then that that pain turned into an eating disorder because I was had a wound within me and I was using food as a coping mechanism because I had such low confidence and self-worth I didn't trust myself because I couldn't really trust others and so it has been an absolute journey from that point to get to here and I, I shouldn't laugh but Honestly, if I can do that, like little me. Okay, if you know New Zealand, I am literally from a tiny town at the bottom of the South Island in Vicargo. Okay, like dairy farmers, it's very like the men are men. <laughs> and you like, you just put on a brave face and you don't, you don't really talk about your feelings. If I came from that, like if I can do this, literally anyone can but it takes courage and it takes vulnerability and it takes sitting in discomfort in order to get to this point um it is changing the way that you talk to yourself 
I really, really, really had to work hard on that. Um, I used to be the most negative Nancy um, and just absolutely bash myself, changing my whole lifestyle. A lot of people just do, you know, like they'll say, oh, I'm feeling stressed, so just I better meditate. The meditation, journaling, cold showers, getting enough sleep, um, eating a nutritious, healthy diet is my way of being. And that has helped me to heal. That has helped me with my self-worth. Um, but also healing past trauma, the trapped energy that was in my body from past experiences as a teenager um, has helped me to heal the relationship with myself. Um, and that's been huge as well. But going back, you can start with all those little habits. Yeah. It's a baby step at a time. Um, and it's... <laughs> It's honestly the most incredible feeling when you go through a challenge, like shit hits the fan in your life and you don't have to say it. You just know that you are good enough mm. and that you are worthy. Um, when my partner, when I recently found out my partner was cheating on me last year, you know, like your whole world collapses, right? Because it was such a shock. And I, I remember I found out when I was sitting, I was sitting in the hairdresser, I was having a self-care day and I was feeling so good. I was like, got a coffee, went to yoga, got my hair cut and I'm sitting there like, yes, girl, like this is going to be amazing. And I got a message from this particular lady saying that, um, you know, your partner's been cheating on you. And I like full on shutdown mode. Like, you know, when you can't kind of come like out of body, Mm. collapse immobilization and thank god I know about the nervous system because I knew what my nervous system was doing so it's taking some deep breaths and I thought just pull it together until your haircut is finished <laughs> um and I got out and I was like okay let's take a moment um and for the whole week like I I was absolutely heartbroken like I literally felt like my heart was broken but at the same time it was like a weird paradigm because at the same time I was so heartbroken for that week, I also had this feeling. It wasn't, it wasn't a voice. It was a feeling of like, Laura, you are fucking good enough here. What do you mean? You don't need him. You are whole as you are. And because of that, I always thrive. Because of that, I always freaking win. Um, and I'm my biggest cheerleader. So I was like, girl, get your shit and get out. <laughs> I got goosebumps oh my god that is um like that actually brought tears to my eyes that is so incredible that in the like that polarity of being so down and so heartbroken and you know your actual world falling apart to being like no nah, you are good enough for more you you know this is your opportunity to make sure that, that you are putting yourself first like what what did you do in that situation obviously in terms of like actually getting your stuff and moving out but like how did you continue to bring yourself back to that feeling of um of self-worth of this is the right thing because I can imagine you know going through something like that there are those thoughts of oh, but what if you just stay and make it work or why did this happen like talk me through that yes oh, I felt that so much the thing is right I know that I'm being guided like this is 
and and I am I'm quite spiritual so I know that the universe I truly believe the universe has my back and I can I can know that logically as well from all the past experiences so going back to him would have been easy because it was comfort anything that is not comfort is seen as a threat so you you, you want to go back to the comfort you want to go back to the familiar because it's safe and it's easy and it's and it's certain you know kind of what's about to come breaking up with him and moving out was more of like threat like the body's like oh like fight or flight like no this is not okay but because I knew I was guided because I know that this is for my greatest level of growth and expansion and that I simply just had to take the step as hard as it was it would have been hard to stay with him right but it also is hard to leave. So I said, choose your hard, Laura. What is best for you here? And this is really funny, right? Because I was so on the fence in that first week about like, do I stay with him? Like, I love him. Do I not? And I had a dream. This is so crazy. My dreams are really like, I think my spirit guides are in my dreams. Um, I had a dream of my life on a timeline and all the time men had let me down. So I was jumping from on this timeline and he was added at the end. And then my dream finished and I went into this doctor and they were like to me, we need to operate. It's too broken. Like we have to operate on everything. And I remember waking up and being like, oh my God. And then all I heard was break the pattern. Wow. And I knew what to do. And I knew what to do. Oh my God. I knew what to do, but I had to have courage to do it. Mm. You can take action. I felt like shit. I don't, I don't want to leave. Like it would have been easy, but I had to have courage to leave and, and feel the discomfort and do it anyway. Right. Um, and so after I left and I had moved out into my friend's house, I yeah, was so heightened in the survival state. So what did I do? I meditated each day, breath work. I went to the beach and like got in that cold ass water and like felt free and doing that I journaled my feelings I journaled about why this was the right decision why this is an opportunity for me um why do I trust myself what does trust feel like I remember writing out like this whole thing about like I trust myself what does trust actually feel like trust is having courage trust is being vulnerable I did all of that um, I went to yoga I connected with really good friends and like also allowed myself to feel like I cried so much, but it's important because it releases that emotion. Um, I also went to do Reiki to clear some energy. So that's really helpful. Um, highly recommend doing that. And yeah, mm. it's it's been a wild ride, but like I said, trust yeah I want to highlight the um what you said about like feeling uncomfortable and allowing yourself to cry and feel those things because um when you're going through something like that especially a breakup whether you're the one initiating it or whatever has happened like there is always going to be that sense of loss that sense of like despair that sense of fuck this you know I thought my life was going to be one way and now it's going to be this way and and you're allowed to still feel those things and know that it's still right for you to leave you're allowed to like miss someone or feel that sense of um loss or you know that 
it's hard and it's still the right thing for you to do. And moving through that and knowing that you can feel those things, still cry, still have that that feeling of like, oh my God, my life is falling apart right now, but this is still the right thing for me to do and I'm going to move forward anyway, is also the most empowering feeling, I think, in the world because you can feel everything and allow yourself to sit in that discomfort and still do things like go to yoga and go jump in the ocean and like, and do these things that help regulate your nervous system and doing things for you while feeling that sadness and that loss. So that is so important. Um, and so, so much courage because you're right. And that it is so much easier to go back to what is familiar and your brain is like alarm bells. We don't know what the future holds. So go back to what, you know, and a lot of people will feel that and hear that and think that that's their truth or think that's, that's what they need to do. So being able to actually have those feelings and have those thoughts and be like, no, this is just what my, this is what is familiar. And now I need to step outside of that, um, is like, I love that. And now like you are thriving like yeah. so tell <laughs> tell me like what has happened since then in terms of I guess um your self-worth your life like going through those motions and going through that period of time like how where are you now yes after the breakup I was getting grounded right I was doing all those things and I went back to basics. And what I mean by that is going back and asking myself, what do you want in your life, Laura? Because I was whole by myself. I have, I'm the co-creator of my reality. Um, and I know that because I've already started my business and like done all these things in my life. So I would journal, I was journaling. What do you want? So simple. Yeah. And sometimes we neglect that, right? Because we, we focus on what we don't want. Oh, I don't want to be with him. I don't want to, I don't want to see him around. I don't want to, don't, don't, don't. Hang on, let's flip that. What do you want? And every, for years, I've been writing down, I want to live by the beach. I want to live in a hotter climate. I love the heat. I love the beach. And um, I went back to my values, right? Like my life values. What's most important to me? One of them is courage. So I lead with courage in my life because I value that. I lead uh, with embody freedom one of my values is freedom so I was like you know what Australia beach sun have courage to go freedom connection um, and then it just so happened that one of my friends who I used to actually live with in London um, she had was moving down to Sydney too by the beach and she was like do you want a room wow what a coincidence what a coincidence <laughs> wow <laughs> You know, but when you are in alignment, things get to be easy and things get to flow. We have this belief that things are meant to be hard and it's meant to be the struggle. And I felt so held by the universe and by my friends. And of course I was, because this was the right decision, even though I it, it initially didn't think so, like I was like, so heartbroken. Um, and so got offered this room and it was like, do I go? And my logical brain said, oh, Laura, you don't have enough money. Oh, Laura, but, 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 but. And I went, stop. Okay, I'm very much like, I'm an entrepreneur. So I take risks. I have courage. I've built that up, resilience. So I went, okay, do you want to go? Yes. Right. 
cool decision made great mm -hmm. How are, how are we going to do this? How are we going to get there? I make the decision and then think about all the logical steps. I, I get resourceful. I get creative. I have courage. I am determined. I use that to get the money. To I turned around in a month. I sold all my stuff. But I did it because of all of the other characteristics that I have within me. Not that I had all these external things happening. Um, and that that way of being is freaking powerful like yeah. that's how that, that is um and I've never I've never really heard anyone say it like that in terms of like lead with yourself first because there's always going to be external shit money timing like mm -hmm. oh but I've got this coming up and I'm committed to this and there's always going to be those external reasons but if you actually lead with yourself first in terms of what do I actually want get rid of all the noise get rid of all of these external excuses because that's what they are they're excuses like what do I actually want and then the embody that body answer of like yeah I want this and then you can actually just lead with that and then figure that shit out later <laughs> I love how you've worded that that is that is so empowering and a simple question of like, what do you actually want? And then listening to that answer because, and I'm going to start using that in my journal every day because, you know, and that could change, you know, over time, what you want can obviously change as we change. But I don't think we actually stop to ask ourselves enough of what do you want? Because it's so easy to get an autopilot and live in your day just on that automaticity and not actually consciously thinking about how do I want to be creating my life? What do I actually want in my life? Um, so I'm going to start using that because that is freaking powerful. And the answer might surprise me. It might surprise you when you do this. So Thank you. If I take anything from this chat, I'm starting that today. Yes, yes, I love it. Connecting back to the self. I do this um, embodiment embodiment technique through my somatic course that I'm doing. And one of it is um, connecting back into the body and you um, focus on bringing your awareness to your heart space. And I do this every day, connecting back to the self, right? And one of the questions is, what is important to me? And you simply ask that and not logically thinking about it. You feel into that. And that's so important, connecting back to what you were saying. We do run on autopilot and we don't know everything's so fast paced and, and we want everything instant. We actually forget to come back to our home and checking in with the real us um, and getting to know the real you. That's the other thing, right? Like I know myself so well. Um, and that's a part of self-worth, like knowing yourself, knowing your beliefs, knowing your behaviors, knowing like your strengths, your talents, your gifts. It's such a beautiful thing. It really helps. Yeah, I think also you've mentioned it a few times in terms of um, bringing it back to your values. And mm. that's something that I did throughout, I guess, um, when I went on my own body image and eating disorder journey was really understanding what do I actually value and realizing that the life that I was living, like I wanted freedom, I wanted health, I wanted vitality, I wanted all of these things, but the life that I was living was keeping me restricted and low energy and I didn't have freedom. And so actually understanding what your values are and then knowing what a value aligned life looks like can be such a, like a guiding light of, okay, this is how I'm currently living 
living. This is what I'm doing every single day. And this is what I want to be doing. This is what I would be doing if I was living true to my values. Like, where is the mismatch? How can I actually start to do small things to bring me back into alignment with my values? Because I think that's where a lot of people get stuck and they, you know, they make those decisions of, from scarcity or from their logical mind because they actually don't know what is important to them so bringing it back to your values and I guess connecting with yourself with that simple question of like what do I want what is important to me is so powerful yeah yes and it's going to feel weird Mm. a lot of us don't ask ourselves what we want and then you probably like I remember the first time I did that and I was like thinking okay is there an answer coming like (laughs) like I don't know (laughs) and then the mind goes oh, but I, I haven't figured this out. Oh my God, I don't know. And then, oh, 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 oh. And it's like learning to come down into the body and feeling it rather than, yeah, thinking. So powerful. I had, like, if you're listening, highly recommend doing your life values. Do five, put them in a hierarchy. What's most important to you in your life? And with my clients specifically, I do more, of the feeling that you're wanting so you know people say oh, I value my family which is true right like you can value that but there's a means to an end so from family what are you actually seeking and it might be love it might be connection and so that would be the value um yeah yeah and I think um with values as well it is I because I felt this when I when I did this exercise is oh I should have a value of family because I care about my family or I should have a value of something but it's actually it's actually getting rid of the the shoulds and actually really connecting to I guess what is true for you because absolutely I value my family but my one of my values is the connection and so that connection can be from different areas of family or friends or business or you know connecting all the time um yeah, so I think that's really important too. So we're coming up to time and this has been such an incredible conversation. There are so many golden nuggets and I feel so inspired to like just ground down into myself and really connect back to myself and my body. Um, and so for someone who is potentially wanting to, and you've probably already answered this, but someone that's wanting to, I guess, get back in touch with themselves and really start to connect with their body and kind of get out of their headspace like what is one thing that they can what is your one piece of advice that you would give them to start doing today yes here is my offering here is my beautiful offering it's always on my instagram one day i'm manifesting the actual journal of this so i do this with all my clients i do this myself a daily chicken okay number one when you wake up instead of thinking about all your problems and all the things you've got to do Okay, which may cause you anxiety, which may cause you stress, and then you're in a heightened state already. Simply bring it back. How do you feel today? How do I feel today? Rate yourself on a scale zero to 10. And how do you know how you feel? Well, you have to come down into the body. Okay, you have to. Okay, oh, notice. I notice. Oh, my body's feeling a bit sore today from that gym class. Okay, okay, and I'm mentally, how am I mentally? Oh, I'm okay mentally today. Okay, I rate myself about a seven. Great. Don't overthink it. You're a seven. Then I want you to write down or simply tell yourself, today I feel. And physically, like say out loud or write down in your journal the feelings that you feel. Today I feel, how do you know how you feel? 
bring your attention down into the feeling sensing body. Today I feel, oh, I feel a little bit anxious today. How do I know I'm anxious? Mm, I've got a bit of a tight chest. My body's a bit tense. Or you might say, oh, I'm feeling really motivated today. I can feel it on my limbs like I'm wanting to move. Oh, I'm feeling, feeling really excited because I've got this, this, and this. Or I'm seeing this person for coffee today. Write that down. And then from there, write down, today I need, so mm -hmm. simple. Today I need, if you're feeling anxious, today I need to do some breath work. Today I need to go for a nature walk. Today I need to connect with a friend. Today I need to go walk my dog. Or it could be today I need to sit on the couch under a blanket and watch Netflix. Yeah. Um, and what that's going to do for you is build this muscle of reconnecting back with the body and actually building your emotional intelligence. Okay. Um, not pushing your feelings aside. Um, highly recommend, like this is like this is like the treasure box that I give you start there it's so simple and I say to my clients like this will literally take you two minutes to do right so simple that it's almost silly not to do it yeah um, and do you know what oh, I hear what a client say one time to me I said how are you going how's your week been she said, I said how's the daily check-in going and she said oh I stopped doing it because every day I would rate myself on a scale when I was about a two and it just got me feeling down. And I said, ah, there is a beautiful lesson here. And the lesson is, which is part of mindfulness, is writing the number down without judgment. It's okay to be at a two, but knowing what you need in order to regulate so that you feel good enough to go out and go to work, to go out and go move your body, to go out and connect with a friend. So second part of that, don't judge yourself, the muscle to build. Yeah, that's incredible. And like you said, it's that part of mindfulness of the non-judgment of what comes up of you can feel these things, you can, you know, do these things and allow it to be what it is without judging, without that, um, that mind, that monkey mind coming back into it. Um, that's so simple and so powerful. I'm going to start doing that as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love doing it in my journal. And then you can flip back and go, oh my gosh. Wow. Or, or also noticing patterns. Mm. Um, I started picking up on patterns like, oh, this specific day of the week, I noticed that I'm constantly feeling like this. What can I do? I started to notice that um, with my period cycle, like now mm. I am so in tune with my body that I won't even be thinking about my cycle and I'm like down or feeling like anxious or just feeling like really unmotivated and then I'll look at my period tracker and I'm like I'm I'm assuming that my period is coming I'm a week out and what do you know like I'm just you start to notice these cycles because everything in life is a cycle um and so that is I guess once you and that's you know learning more about yourself as well is like actually picking up on this day of the week or this time of month or this time of year um, can be really powerful too. Well, yes. I have loved our chat. Thank you so much. I've learned a lot. Um, and like I said, I'm so motivated just to ground down and really connect back with myself because, 
you know, I'm also someone that journals a lot. I meditate a lot, but there's always new things that you can start to do. And it's so easy to get stuck in like, this is just how I journal. This is just how I do things. So you've given me so many new ideas of ways that I can incorporate into those daily habits. And for anyone listening, there has been so many nuggets that people can take and just start doing today to feel better about themselves, to bring themselves back home into their body and just flex that self-worth muscle as well there's been so many different areas of your life like the breakup eating disorder moving that you've shown like self-worth and that vulnerability is so powerful and can actually create the life of your dreams and you know make you want make you live the life that you've always wanted to live so thank you so much for your time this has been an incredible conversation for anyone who wants to find you work with you how do they go about doing that yes thank you for saying all that by the way I I feel that in my heart. It's so lovely. Um, working with me, finding me, following me, connecting. I love connecting is connection, sorry, is one of my life values too. So please reach out if you've connected with us today. Um, it's all underscore Laura Ede. Ede is E-A-D-E on TikTok. Loving TikTok. OMG. <laughs> Obsessed. Um, it's probably my favorite platform, but I'm also on Instagram pretty regularly too. Um, and it's just underscore Laura Ede as well. Um, my website is called lauraede.com. So simple. Um, and I'll have all the show notes as well. So it's easy to find you. Thank you. Yeah. And if you feel the pull to you've tried changing your thoughts um your anxiety doesn't really go away and you're you're someone who is seriously wanting to improve their mental and emotional well-being in terms of it could be anxiety stress I highly recommend that you reach out my programs I have a group coaching program going all year um one-to-one coaching is something else that I offer and I also have a nervous system 19 uh, minute roadmap coaching session powerful stuff like mapping out your specific nervous system so that you know how to regulate and times when you may be really anxious and how to use the body to do that um all the information is on my website but also please feel free to send me a message on instagram too i'm there all the time awesome amazing yeah. i'll link all of that in the show notes so it's really easy to find you and again thank you so much for our chat and i look forward to seeing your continued success in aussie yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Stacey.